Welcome to this episode of the Ontario Animal Health Network podcast for the Bovine Network. Today, we're going to be reviewing a few updates from our Q4 report for the Bovine Network. To start us off, we're going to have an update from the Animal Health Laboratory data by our pathologist, Dr. Rebecca Egan. Thanks a lot, Cynthia. So for our AHL update, uh, the data in, in this update is summarized from about November 1st, 2020 to January 31st, 2021. So during this quarter, there were 214 bovine pathology submissions, uh, which is slightly elevated above previous quarters. Um, but just diving right in here, so beginning with our salmonella update, in total, uh, bacterial culture isolated salmonella from 17 submissions this quarter, uh, and these came from an estimated 15 premises. So Salmonella Dublin was isolated in eight of these cases, and that represented an estimated six different premises, uh, which is similar to what we saw in the last quarter. As expected, uh, the clinical picture and more lesions in these animals were indicative of septicemia, and uh, this was often accompanied by acute bacterial pneumonia as well. There uh, were also a few additional noteworthy Salmonella cases, including Salmonella infantis uh, in calves presenting with septicemia and pneumonia, uh, Salmonella heidelberg also, uh, septicemia in a calf with concurrent viral enterocolitis. Uh, the next one also uh, Salmonella typhimurium, Copenhagen, and that was in a young calf with necrotizing enteritis. And finally, uh, Salmonella enterica, which was uh, identified in an adult animal uh, that had diarrhea. Uh, next, moving on to respiratory disease. Uh, as seen in the previous quarter, which spanned from August to October, pneumonia was the most frequent uh, pathology diagnosis in cattle over two months of age. The etiologies in, in the young cattle were pretty typical and uh, included Histophilus somni, uh, BRSV, Manheimia hemolytica, Pasteurella multalsida, and Mycoplasma bovis, so all pretty typical agents. In mature cattle, uh, Manheimia hemolytica was the dominant etiology uh, for pneumonia this quarter uh, in those animals, and um, there was one case that had concurrent isolation of Pasteurella multalsida and uh, Biberstenia. So uh, Biberstenia trehalosi, uh, it's closely related to Manheimia hemolytica, and has been, uh, it's, it's a cause of dis disease in uh, sheep and it has been for many years. Uh, mostly uh, pneumonia can also cause septicemia. Uh, we've been seeing it more frequently in cattle in recent years and it has been seen in association with outbreaks of uh, bovine respiratory disease. Uh, and, and it's been reported to, to be seen with high death losses. Um, and oftentimes the clinical course is quite rapid with animals dying uh, fairly quickly and uh, little opportunity to observe clinical signs. So this is something that could happen pretty fast. So something to keep in mind uh, moving forward uh, with your cattle pneumonia uh, outbreaks. And then next system, so moving on to enteric disease. Uh, again, a fairly routine quarter of the 24 submissions with a diagnosis of enteritis in young calves. The dominant infectious causes uh, were rotavirus, cryptosporidium, and, and coronavirus. And uh, in several instances, there was concurrent infection um, with these agents. Um, and then 
uh, two cases of enteritis were identified in older calves, uh, one of which, uh, not surprisingly, being attributed to coccidiosis, and the other uh, was uh, attributed to BVD infection. And reproductive disease. So there were 19 submissions for bovine abortion investigations this quarter, 13 of which were from dairy farms, four from beef operations, and two where the commodity wasn't specified. About 50% of the submissions had a definitive or presumptive diagnosis, which is pretty typical for uh, our rates of diagnosis for abortion. And these were all pretty typical causes, uh, so including bacterial abortion, with five cases being attributed to either E. coli or Truparella pyogenes, uh, two being attributed to leptospirosis, uh, two for uh, being attributed to bovine herpes virus uh, one, and uh, one due to Neospora. And lastly, uh, we have the BVD testing. So this quarter, there were a total of 92 submissions. And of the 276 PCR tests that were performed, uh, we had six positives. Of these, uh, four were identified as part of herd screening. Uh, one was identified in association with a case of bronchopneumonia. And the sixth case was uh, identified by immunohistochemistry as the cause of necrotizing enteritis in a beef calf that had concurrent bronchopneumonia. Okay, thanks, Rebecca, for sharing that information with us. I think now we'll turn over to a Salmonella Dublin update. Salmonella Dublin is an emerging disease in Ontario, and laboratory submissions that detect Salmonella Dublin are regularly monitored by the Owen Bovine Network. Here's a summary of the Salmonella Dublin findings in 2020. There were a total of 30 submissions to the Animal Health Laboratory where Salmonella Dublin was detected. 28 of these detections were on tissue samples collected at postmortem, and two detections were from fecal samples. 29 detections were from calves, and we had one detection from an aborted fetus, which was the first detection in an abortion in Ontario. In some cases, veterinarians submitted multiple samples from the same farm during a diagnostic investigation, but all represented one outbreak of disease. So for the 30 submissions, they're estimated to represent 14 separate outbreaks from 13 different farms. And for seven farms, this was their first diagnosis of Salmonella Dublin. This is fewer number of new premises identified than in 2019, where 14 different new premises had outbreaks for the first time. As of December 31st, 2020, it is estimated that 64 unique premises have had salmon adulbin detected, of which 31 are from veal, 32 are dairy, and one is a beef operation. We also have a global update today, focusing on bovine tuberculosis. Bovine tuberculosis is a chronic bacterial disease, primarily of cattle, of course caused by the microorganism Mycobacterium bovis. In January, it was reported that a cattle herd located in Bavaria, Germany had tested positive for TB. This information was passed on to the health department, and during the course of the family's investigation, two persons actually tested positive, including one child. Because of the large number of infected animals, all of the cattle in the herd were disposed of, and the farm is under restrictions to control the disease. Germany is officially free from bovine tuberculosis, and it is unknown how the pathogen was introduced into the herd. Also in bovine tuberculosis news, in March, Michigan reported a case of bovine tuberculosis in a beef herd located in their accredited free zone. The case was detected through routine surveillance testing. Additional testing and an epidemiologic investigation is currently being completed, including whole genome sequencing to determine the source of infection. 
It is anticipated this could take up to three months to complete. Bovine TB is known to be present in the free-ranging white-tailed deer population in areas of northeastern lower Michigan and can be transmitted between deer and cattle. Also in March, bovine tuberculosis was confirmed in a South Dakota beef herd. An infected animal was identified by meat inspectors during routine inspection at a packing plant. And additional animals at the herd of origin have since been confirmed as infected by recent laboratory testing. I just want to acknowledge that the bovine TB update came from information shared via ProMed. So thanks for joining us today. Check out all our bovine reports for more information at owen.ca and bovine health and surveillance information in our own research projects can be found there as well.